Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Live from Las Vegas, Sports Talk. Hot takes and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Heidi Ho, Camper Joes and Jills, or whatever you like to call yourselves, we do not care. We are welcoming and we always will be a Wednesday edition of the Playmakers Full Boat on the app, on the actual radio. Terrestrial. Maybe like we're running say. through your minds, even if we're not totally on the air. I mean, that's when we know we've done our jobs. Yeah, that, that's the type of level we're trying to get there and make you think whenever you hear sports news, what does Lindsay think about this? Yeah, and what does also Adrian have to say? Exactly. Why and are you so obsessed with us? And to, <laughs> why are you so obsessed with Correct. Me? Exactly the reference Everybody I was going to God, and you know who that song was about? Eminem. Right? Yeah, just Creeper the beef. Eminem. Yeah. Mariah yeah. Carey, by the way. She still got it. That was huge uh, in the summer of 2006. That music video was crazy, too. The impersonate, like in the music video, yeah. of the, the, the actor they had yeah. to be Eminem in that video. Ugh, crazy allegations. It's always interesting when you see artists do like beef tracks and then they like literally depict them in the actual music videos. I think Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Simpson, Jessica Simpson did the same thing. Or no, it was Pink. Pink did a music video and she like impersonated a bunch of the pop stars. There's like a Britney moment. There was a Jay Simp like washing the car moment. I forget what song it's for. Well, there's in, in a commentary song though. Yeah, and in hip hop, that that's happened. Yeah, a lot. Shout out to Fifty Cent, but it's just one of those. Well, what things. what song was did he do? Uh, a whole bunch. Uh, most of maybe them, maybe his first album because he came out the game. He he was kind of like. You know how Steph Curry was everyone's little brother, and then as soon as he started getting big, Chris Paul and LeBron, everyone's like, what is this? Yeah. What was the opposite? Because he was no one's little brother. He was just hated by everyone as he went up the ranks. And he, you know, would always respond back and have something to say, even to this day. Yeah. He'll never shut his mouth, and rightfully so. He's got a big chip on his shoulder. That's a big theme today, Well, the thing is is that he ultimately won because he created Sobe Life Water, and then he sold it to, like, one of the big beverage companies. I'm like, that's the ultimate... F you, right? And had his own video game. Yep. Get Richard Die Trying. Made yep. a lot of money. His album, his tank top and foot lockers, G Unit Into fashion. Club is timeless. <laughs> I really liked how did you feel about AO technology? I am a huge fan of AO technology, although it does not age as well. If you listen to the lyrics, but like Justin Timberlake was in every hip hop song there for about three years when he was working with Timbaland. Yeah, that was a good connection right there. AO. Yeah, dude. I mean, 50, 50 did his thing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I didn't know we'd be here to start, but I'm glad we are. He really did his thing. Plus, he oh, that's went right. old he was school. Part of that and he did he did the the hanging pull-ups. off the hanging yep. off the pull ups with the old music video. He yep. still got it at his age. I know he's probably around 50 now, 
So shout out yeah. to 50 Cent. That's an underrated JT track, Summer Love. Huge fan. That's off the Future Sex Love sound, Sounds album. How do you feel about Justin Timberlake now with, of course, some of the backlash with how he treated Britney? But then also, like that country album where he was wearing Jordans. Yeah, he I tried know to that, go the Taylor Swift route. It was kind of weird. The reviews were not that good. No. The tour wasn't selling as much. I was pissed because he 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 came out with that album, and that was what he was basically promoting for the Super Bowl halftime show, which was held in Minneapolis that year. Oh, and, and he so, also did the Prince tribute, which was very yeah, very raunchy because Prince was not appreciative of Justin Timberlake. No, did and you, I just wouldn't pick. But the thing is, is like, do you not mention Prince when those Super Bowls in the Minneapolis area? Like, honestly, it's one of, it's one of those tough things. It's, it is one of those tough things because you're just like, are you appropriating this? Yes, technically. Yeah, technically. Technically, yes. And and since we're here on music, uh, did you see Adele's response to a? Uh, Everybody, because I guess she's she's done her first shows since yeah, the postponement. Else. She 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 cites mental health, which if anybody ever brings that, I'm like, I believe you. That's fine, that's fine. If I was a shell of a person, been there, girl, been there in that mode. I can well, understand that. Well, we got five months left in the year. Yes, she did say in February that I it's hundred percent. People happening. got laid off as a result of it. Yeah, for this summer too. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. But hey, we we got five months to go, Adele. We're waiting. You're buying. A, it's it has to be one of those things. that's very annoying when you're at that level. Like because the news came out two weeks ago. That she bought some fancy house with Rich Paul, and then next week you hear people getting laid off, and it's like these are real life effects. Yeah. And even though you may have directly been the reason, it was not your intention right. for Adele to be like, I don't want to do these well, shows. Well, just that pressure too that that creates. Like if you make if any decision that you make has a potential effect on people below you, and I mean that that's pretty much every business owner, everybody else. Like if you're not taking that in consideration, I feel like that's a problem. I feel like that is a pervasive problem across our country probably one of the biggest most anticipated and most pressure situations for adele to do these residencies these yeah. shows better be fire yeah <laughs> according according I to want me turning right now, tables right off the top for all <laughs> for all the deep cuts that's what i want Lindsay, to me mm-hmm. adele has no finals mvp and she needs to prove it when she gets here oh wow <laughs> i don't consider I don't think Grammys. Is katie a clutch sports uh uh candidate or Client, I should say. Adele, damn near. So. She has to be on the board if she's with Rich. Because right. they're on the board. At she this runs point, the show. Do you think they have separate offices? Maybe. She or do seems... you think they're the couple that has the desks that are facing each other? So they can always like be around and no, have they eyes? Need, they, need, they need a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah, I feel they like, need some space. I feel like Adele just kind of does what Adele wants. Like You can kind of just tell how she... Um, interacts with the public did you see that um video of her at the bar and she's like why is everybody noticing me you're like you're Adele you're dancing at the bar like what do you mean like (laughs) what's happening and you're having a blast I will say I didn't expect her to be at so many NBA games like obviously her partner white girl wasted she's a fun time she does well it's either white girl wasted or she seems so bored Like, it's either one I or like the other. I like a woman who displays her emotions and doesn't pull punches. True. Rihanna at these games, oh, classic. Oh, dude. <laughs> Get we miss Rihanna. Get off. Yeah, she's still on maternity leave. But she's a billionaire, so she can do what she wants. She can do what she wants. She was uh, recently, ASAP Rocky was getting a haircut in London. She was there watching. Making sure that it was high. Let's make sure we're getting this exactly to my specifications. Talk about pressure, that barber. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? You can't even say anything or, like, try to flirt with her because, obviously, she's with her mom. Do you make eye contact? Probably not. Has she ascended to that level where just, like, eye contact probably ain't the thing? Oh, 100%. I mean, she's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Beyonce's in there. Adele, like, I feel seeks it out, so I'm not ready to give her that. 
Beyonce was here. I don't know if we talked about this on the show. She was here two years ago with Jay Z. Yeah, wasn't she like walking around the well, strip? That was the and thing. People it thought went viral. This is an impersonator. Like, no, it's a real. Yeah, bit. it went viral. Like yeah. these people really good impersonators. Turns out they were filming a DJ Khaled video, I music video. Jay Z's gonna be here this for summer league. I mean, he was at the Pelicans <laughs> versus the Suns game I wonder if he'll be there tonight too. in the WNBA. You know, the Ace are playing tonight. Yeah, the Liberty. And this is here, Lindsay. I'm going. NBA insiders. Yeah. Well, that's us. WNBA insiders. Are you going? No, I'm not. Oh. Unfortunately, I'll be at the advanced screening for the new Thor movie. Oh, what the? What, where do you get all these invites? Where's my invite? I'm getting, well, I, this time I, I got three invites this time. Oh. But I got to bring little guy. Okay, sure. I got to bring little guy in there. I got to say. I figured I get the entertainment, you get the sports. Sometimes fair. we switch. Well, you know, my life is just dedicated to being the most hardcore sports person possible. I well, I heard you and your dad were talking about NHL free agency. Yeah, I talked to my dad. <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the, you go Sorry. And, listen on the Odyssey app. You guys can listen to yesterday's show as she broke down free agency, and she really wanted to get into the nitty gritty yeah. of some of these. I was in you know, the windy tunnel, man. Yeah, and you were like, "Well, the I need tunnel to, vision." I love That's that you're like, I need to go on the cab website, make sure the calculations. Oh, yeah, I need to talk friendly. to my dad. Like, just need to we're make gonna, sure we're going to do a little exploration today too. I'm sure, uh, and we'll even t- work in some trade targets. We'll even keep it in the same spot we did yesterday, which is that second segment of the second hour. And also, we're giving away tickets today, and we're going to do it on damn time. Are we Let's not? Let's go. Let's start teasing it up. Start teasing it up. What are we giving away? Listen, uh, we got a pair of tickets. Yeah, coming up, 4 o'clock hour, um, when we're talking about some football. We'll get you inside of the theater at the Virgin Hotel in Las Vegas to see Impractical Joker star. Sal Volcano. Yes, he will be in the (laughs) building. And for those that didn't hear that name, let's do it one more time. You'll get a pair of tickets to see Impractical Joker star. Sal Volcano. Yeah, it's going down July 15th at the Virgin Hotel in Las Vegas. We got your tickets coming up, uh, produced by AEG Presents. We're hooking it up, man. We're the Playmakers. Not yet, though. Yeah, not. it's coming up. Matter of fact, let's do this right now. Get your phone out unless you're driving. The phone number you're going to need later is 702-889-5978. 702-889-5978. And whose show is it? It's uh, the show. It's this guy, the Impractical Jokers. They run True TV. Just, just press the button. Sal Volcano. I'm going to call for that multiple times today that has no connection to the actual ticket giveaway. Because if you missed our show yesterday and just ever, we really struggle with some of the basic tools that that enable us to do our job, like reading and pronunci- pronunciation <laughs> of certain names. And so important. we have problems solved to a degree that, honestly, it's 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 a mastery. It's a mastery. What's the guy's Sal name? Volcano. There it is. Perfect. Take care of the problem. Oh, Lord. Thanks genius. for the help, Mark. Thank genius. you. Genius. And we've already killed off 10 minutes of our show. We are geniuses killed today. It's just, when we get to talking music, yeah. it just takes us to another level. Yeah, we even talk about Kid Cudi, which we didn't even get to listen to because we were off on Monday. But that's okay. Next week, next week, we're all good. But we might as well move on to our, our open-up topic here. It's time for the can opener. Is it possible for you to go back to the one that you left behind, perhaps for... A greener pasture? This is a question I think many of us are asking. Maybe Mr. 35, I mean, what's his number in Brooklyn? Seven. Seven. <clears throat> Kevin Durant. Because we know that the Warriors are making calls. Everybody with a pulse that has a GM chair in the NBA is making calls. What is it going to take to get one of the best basketball players of all time? A generational talent. 
A weed smoker. Hell yeah. A future Hall of Famer. Yep, 100%. So how weird would it be if Kevin Durant actually went back to the Warriors? Because technically, I think they have a package. Everybody's saying, like, Toronto's basically the easiest uh, They've partner. They've moved up. Sure. They're at the front of, of the line. But, I mean, the Warriors have a young court. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do it, but it would just be like, just as a, just as a little exercise. You know, just a little walk what? around the park. Well, shout out to your Timberwolves that now set the bar. Dude, so now it means that you need at least you five draft see this picks. Picture on Twitter of Rudy Gobert looking, taking it all in at the Target Center in this like. All I can describe is it looks like he's wearing a disco cut suit. Like it looks like he's hey. about to, and and it's cut right. Like he looks good. He could get in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still massively disappointed that we traded all of that for that particular bag of chips, but he says he's going to bring one to Minnesota. So maybe, who am I to discount him? And but Kevin. When it comes to Kevin, this is this is the confusing part, and maybe this is my ego getting in the way. The moment Draymond Green and Kevin Durant had that incident in Oklahoma on Saturday night on ABC where he said in front of the entire locker room, we won with you expletives, and we can win without you, expletives. And this is when Kevin was still on the team, right? Yes, this was post. This was the year. This was 2019 when they ended up losing to Toronto. Yeah. Due to Clay and Kevin getting hurt, but since that moment, I don't know how he can go. He can go back now. Granted, obviously these two dudes, new media, they've got their own podcast. Kevin Durant has showed up on Draymond's. As far as we know, everything is all good and everything's patched up. And I know. Oh, we could bring J.R. Smith in to be a facilitator because he loves all of it. Yeah, and I and I know that Kevin. He thought he wants. He wanted to just win, and he thought winning was going to cure everything. Once that happened, and he didn't necessarily get the credit. And Charles Barkley still to this day saying you're not the bus driver. Things have changed, and then he went to Brooklyn to kind of run a team and kind of build this on his own. It wasn't the championship that I need. I need to build this as my in my own image. Yeah, and I asked you. Ego, that is an egocentric motor, if you think about it. Like, just randomly, today I'm going to make this connection. I posted this on my story earlier because I saw this on Twitter. I was like, this is a great just saying. Within the humanistic psychology framework, the healthy personality is considered one that constantly moves towards freedom, responsibility, self-awareness, meaning commitment, personal growth, maturity, integration and change rather than one that predominantly strives for status achievement or even happiness that's from scott barry kaufman who is a professor at columbia psychological person is there a way that you could try to do both at the same time is that possible or is that an oxymoron well i i think well it depends on what we're talking about are we talking about the motor are we talking about the fuel are we talking about the destination right yeah and because the destination i think what we were just talking about in terms of well, we need a championship, right? I need to have this achievement. I think that's a very egocentric way to look at it. And our world is built for it. Like, the patriarchy is built for it. And we're not going to fault him for that because it, we can understand the motivating factors that influence an individual from the outside to kind of, for this to become their thing. But I think all of us kind of know that success does not imply happiness. And... I think in the recent years, we've all kind of figured out that happiness isn't something to strive to, but something that is just fleeting as every other emotion, right? To a degree, to a certain degree. I think that should be, that could still be like a goal, right? Or no? 
I well, I think it's not necessarily the most healthy thing to say. I, my goal is to be happy. That's I mean that's fair, but also the other thing too to add on to what you're saying is. Mm-hmm. What makes him happy, truly? Because exactly. Is 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 it simply having this power? Because this blew up in his face. Right. Is it the power? Is it the is it the achievement? Those are two different things. Yeah. One hundred percent. I think he. I think he thought that, or a lot of people do feel that way. But ultimately, so few of us actually get a chance to retain that. And so when when an individual like Kevin Durant does, and it's still not enough, because you want to get really let's let's talk about therapy and hugs. You are enough. It's the the seeking of external validation and achievement that I think leads us astray, but it keeps the giant machine going. That's what gets the motor going. And and the people that get in your way, the people that say that you're not good enough or, or even the people that pump you up, that's the fuel, right? Yeah. But ultimately, all of what they say and all the achievements you can have, you can make it to the mountaintop and still hate yourself on the inside, especially for what most of us have to do to sell Especially if what you're searching for is validation, which right. to a certain extent, Draymond, uh, Kevin Durant, excuse me, has talked about that that's what he wanted. Right. And there's something to be said of, you know, you could take that perspective of saying you are enough to and say, well, that's why Kevin Durant, for the most part, has said a little bit, given out tidbits of certain things, yeah. but has stayed away. But then in my head, yeah, but he also could be pulling the LeBron. Because LeBron never got involved in any of these discussions in 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 front of our eyes. We don't mm-hmm. know what was behind the scenes. He kind of stayed away and let everything play out when everyone and all these teams would just transform yeah. and he'd become lead GM. So is this is that what Kevin's doing? And the other question is maybe it is is any team going to give him a second chance to be a leader and to do this? Because now Kevin Durant, when, yes. When you're but when you're talking about giving up five picks, mm-hmm. minimum five picks, when we're specifically talking about the Warriors, the core of draft picks, whether it's James Wiseman, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kuminga, Moses Modi, and Jordan Poole being the one that sticks out, that they're gonna pay a lot. Yeah, leave are the you, Wiggins out of this discussion. Are you gonna give that are you gonna give that up to look, the Warriors are gonna be a contender next year to win the NBA championship mm-hmm. if this roster stays intact. You add Kevin Durant, it's damn near given that they're going to make the finals next year, right. bearing any injuries. Is that worth it to then mortgage away your future in hopes that this works out because it necessarily might not, whether it's because of emotional well, it might reasons? Suck too. Like, and they just went through like this whole championship narrative where they had to claw their their way back from irrelevance and have to prove themselves again and they talk about like the story this is their their most, most important exactly their most important and and probably their most personally impactful for, for all of them as a team and then for each individual reasons like that's the thing I, I think that's where we're kind of getting at because you can win a championship and it can be hell on earth right we hear and about they, those they stories it, yeah. we hear about those stories about with the bulls right Kobe's not easy to play with either and that's the thing, like, we're so driven to have something to show for it. And that's what we we build everything around. That's what we achieve for. That's what we tell little kids to, like, this is, you can not only make the league, you can win championships. And then when we get there, we're like, that's it? Because it's gone. It's, it's, it's for two weeks, that final, it's for two weeks, and then it's gone. It's in the history books, and you can relive it, and you can look back at pictures and videos. But if you didn't have a good experience along the way, or if you're not motivated by the, the correct things, or you don't have that fulfillment 
coming from within yourself in addition yeah. to the external validation. Because I think you need both. I think you need external motivation to push yourself, but not necessarily to heal yourself. And th- that's a wonderful point. And I would say that like wanting that validation for the people that can say, nah, it's just the internet and that doesn't matter. I'd call BS because one oh, of the reasons why, and I th- look at Steph Curry and how emotional he was. Yeah, oh, 100%. You think all the talk about he doesn't have any finals MVP, this, that, and the third. You spewed it. Yeah, and him, yeah, I mean, he only has one. Um, but like those things matter, and that's why it yeah. was so emotional. And one of the reasons why I never understood Kevin going to Golden State and why I looked at LeBron and went, why are you going to the Lakers? These These people are not going to appreciate you. Because no matter what happens, whether it was LeBron, yeah, but he's not Kobe. Whether you're KD, you're never going to be as loved as Clay, as Dre, as Steph. Go on your own and try to do something. And to me, this situation, Kevin Durant, for Kevin Durant, the Warriors is the best option in terms of basketball. For the Warriors, I don't think KD is their best option. No matter how asinine, even if that guarantees that they can win a championship next year, I would take my chances with that core and making those decisions than trying to get KD and giving up the future because it kind of goes against a lot of the things that I say. Mm-hmm. When we talked about Minnesota, I'm like, give up those picks. How, have those picks worked out for you? Other than Anthony Edwards, lately it has, and now you're in a position to win. Go get that title. Yeah. It's the opposite for the Warriors. They have four already. Mm-hmm. So when you have that, that, that proven success, they're going to want to maintain that rather than a team that's never touched that and never sniffed that, then it's worth it. That's where the risk is different in comparison Mm. to the Warriors compared to everyone else. I just think maybe championships aren't all they cracked up to be. But kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. We are here to uh, work through God knows what else in addition to the sports and other things. Sports and mental toughness, our topic next on 1140 The Bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. You guys missed a real treat this morning. I mean, I know some other people in this Las Vegas Valley were watching tennis because I play with some real hardcore fans when I'm able to play down at the Darling Tennis Center. But, you know, there's only so many times that we're going to be able to see Rafael Nadal play in a major tennis match, right? You could say the same thing about, about Serena Williams, about Roger Federer, about Novak Djokovic. Like, all of this is fleeting. All of this is temporary. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown here until 5 p.m. And Nadal, who at several instances said that maybe I will not be able to finish this match. He has an abdominal injury and his status for... His now semifinal match is up in the air, but he played Jeez. Taylor Fritz today from the USA, which I'm like, oh my God, somebody relevant from the United States making some tennis news? What do you know? Um, they traded sets, and ultimately Nadal um, prevailed in, in a fifth set tiebreaker, and he's won the first two majors of this year and is the overall leader, at least on the men's side. But I was just thinking about like him being so hobbled and, and just what – a challenge the sport of tennis is and and in comparison to other sports because it's not just what the what the physical um asks there is because I think tennis players are the best athletes in the world honestly because it's it's constant interval training you have to be at a 10 for every single damn point and you can even micro break it down even further every single ball that you hit I'm like is there a sport that requires as much mental fortitude as the game of tennis 
To me, it may be baseball, but it's not as much. Nowhere near as enough. Well, because like... The at-bat with the foul ball. Sure. That's what I mean, like in the playoffs. Right. But ultimately, what what's their heart rate probably at? Right? You, you sit down on the bench, you come up, you, you go up to bat, and that's all you do. Tennis, you have to be in it for every single damn point. It's both sides of the ball, right? Right. As some would say. Yeah. And so... Uh, Maybe there's that that kind of mental warfare and the building up of like what what are they going to throw? What am I going to swing at? What's the count and everything else? But they're not being challenged to make those same decisions with a heart rate at the level that these people are playing with, right? Because that changes how you how you make decisions and everything. And the amount of decisions, like that's really Facts. that's probably what probably pushes over over the edge is the constant back and forth, the constant ping pong. And to be honest. My fat ass has attempted to play tennis once, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, so it's a hell of a workout. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. I can't even imagine. I mean, even we we did that deep dive uh, last week with you, and when that was one of the questions, I was kind of fascinated, and I was like, "Who would run longer? Who would do better in the longer yeah. or run a mile quicker? A hockey player or a basketball player?" And it's just it, it's one of those things. Like when it comes to tennis, the the and the evolution of it, the speed. Oh, at which it's going back no, and forth. No, Wood Rackets, Pete Sampras. Like, and all the sports have gone through some sort of technological shift. And obviously, like tennis and hockey, there's actual equipment where we're going from slap shots going 70 miles an hour to now going, you know, nearly to a buck 10. Like, that's a huge difference. But in other sports like basketball and stuff, that technology has been put more into health and research and maintenance and, and how do we get the most out of our bodies and approach the game. Correct. You know how crazy it is to think that within the past 10 years, we finally, like, as humans, we're like, oh, yeah, three points is more than two. This but seems better like, to shoot This it. is a good strategy. But ultimately, the reason why it wasn't considered good strategy is that people weren't efficient enough for it to be a focal point of the offense, right? That's why Ray yeah. Allen was the leader. And and you could say J.J. Redick, like, how many – Jimmer Fredette. I mean, he was drafted right right in that same before the three-pointer took off, and they were still valued relatively high. But now it, it's – you're having bigs. Like, we're watching Chet Holmgren, who apparently had four blocks the last night. Famer? Yeah, exactly. And, and four three-pointers. And you're seeing these big guys, like, because they realize the potential, because they, they know now this is a whole different type of game. Right, and so we we weaponize it, we utilize it, and the entire culture changes. And That's I, wild to me. It is wild, and another thing that I think helps tennis, and to me, it's kind of the beauty of of most sports is when something is the simpler the better is the phrase I'd use mm -hmm. because when something's so simple and it's even like. That's where you can find the little niches and the little details right. and kind of master that, and that's what fascinates me. Well, also with tennis, too, if you think about it, they have to follow a lot more social rules. Like, just look at all, all what people are wearing at Wimbledon. You have to wear all white. You have to. It's the rule. So lame. Now they're protesting it. Some of the women are protesting it because they're like, well, basically, I try to circumnavigate my natural hormone cycle because you know what, it, know what I would hate to be worrying about when I'm playing in a major tennis tournament? My period. Yeah. And, and, and having white clothes. Like, so, this is a very real fear that all of us have if you have a uterus that bleeds. No. I've had one before. 100%. And what's up with the, as because a, a non-tennis expert, that, that's Wimbledon. why white? Because that's, the, it's, it's, they have a, they always save a seat for the queen. Right? The there's there's a, it, well, it's, it, this is before the country clubs. Like, the country clubs here are different from the country clubs over there. 
You know what I mean? Like their country clubs, like it's it's been like that for a couple hundred years. Oh like we don't let the peasants in here only to cut the grass by eating it with their own mouths. And and with that, there's a different expectation with tennis. Like you can't swear the outburst now. Even when people just hit, like that took a while for people to get used to. And we know that we hold different people to different standards when it comes to outbursts and stuff like that. Just to use the Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka match from a few years ago when Osaka won her first major and Serena kind of lost her, her, her stuff a little bit. And we punish that more in women and especially in black women. And, and just that's it. That's another thing for them to have to worry about. I have to find my peak performance while also following the, the etiquette rules. Golf has etiquette rules too. I broke the, a few of those in high school to say no swears. Otherwise they're, they're going to give you a stroke. Thankfully I had friends from the other teams. Cause I knew most of the time, like I have one of my friends who played for Forrest, like Betsy Kelly, she's like an actual pro golfer. Now like I could out drive her maybe one out of 10 times, but she's going to beat me every, every yeah. way, all the way to the court. But I'm going to be there to be a little bit of an entertainer. And so you just kind of make friends. Please don't, please don't penalize me for saying the F-bomb on the course because you saw how that it just, it wasn't supposed to fade that way. It wasn't supposed to go that dog-legged. And when you put this subject in, uh, and it may be a little bit off to- topic, so pardon Welcome me, but to something, yeah, something that, and we were just talking about the Warriors uh, in, in the first segment and Kevin Durant going there, mm-hmm. is the Warriors making the comment after game... Was it game one? Because Boston, what after yep. one of the games where they were upset at the crowd, yeah, and the social media response of like, "Are you not aware of international soccer or international right. basketball?" You guys know you're some in of the Boston, crowds? right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, amount yeah. of the crazy chants, the things being thrown around the crowd, like it's a totally different environment. Right. I may say, if respectfully, I may say. after America's birthday two days ago, we're kind of soft. When it comes to being fans through a certain respect, in terms of well, how loud when our exceptionalism is threatened, college get- football is different. They, most some of those crowds go nuts, but for the most part, professionally, no doubt about it, we're kind of soft. Right, but I, I honestly think that's just the feeding of exceptionalism. All you got to do is go straight for the. It's illegitimate, and lose everybody loses their mind. I mean, I did on you on that one day with Steph Curry, remember? And it wasn't yeah. even my thing, but it's just like there's something about what we're fed and what we're told about ourselves. And then we don't really respond in the same way when people say, you're not good enough. Be like, oh, I'll prove you wrong. Look at the results. Well, then how do, you, how, do you, how do you truly take someone down a peg? You say it's illegitimate. And that's because then you say the, yeah, you did the work, but guess what? You did it for the wrong reasons, or or you did or it, it again, or you did it um, for in in the incorrect way, or this situation was this, and so it enabled you to do that. Like that's how you do it. You're right. We're soft in that way, but that's because we're fed that we're the best the best country in the world that we're the best we do the best of everything and i, I mean i even I, I even brought it up recently I, I don't know what the topic was but it was like look at the world baseball classic games yeah. that took place here in america when it is puerto rico versus the dominican republic and literal dominican and puerto ricans are bringing in instruments and making music mm-hmm. and having chants and everything like not only is it better for the sport but that adds to the mental toughness that you're gonna have to have Mm-hmm. When it comes, because the one thing what to drown out the noise, yeah, to yeah. drown out the noise. And, and the, the one thing that that sports fans have good or bad, we may not have compassion for people, but we have passion. Right. 
That can go either way, good or bad. Right. I'd and rather I, have compassion than excess true. passion. No, trust me. No, 100%. And, and yes, we, we, we may take it a little bit too seriously, kind of like some European soccer fans with some of the things that they've done running onto the field and things like that. Sure. But I think it does play into a part of, of the difficulty. But when it comes to, like, you bringing up with, with tennis and, and the, the back and forth and the amount of quote-unquote plays of every time it gets hit, served back, back and mm-hmm. forth, back and forth, back and forth. The closest thing so to me granular. outside of, of if I have to, the major the major sports, to me it's it's those high-pressure at-bats late in the playoffs mm-hmm. when it can go on for 25 minutes because the dude might fall off, uh, foul off, right. 16 pitches. The, the pitcher might take 35 seconds to pitch the ball, and that pressure just let's yeah. do it all over again. Yeah. But nobody's quite on the island. Like, you live and die by your own strokes unless you're playing doubles, and that's why I didn't play doubles. It drove me nuts because I never wanted to be because of – I didn't want to fail and have somebody else deal with my failure, but I also didn't want to deal with other people's failure either. And so it's a weird little bit, all these little bits and pieces of sports and how you can take uh, lessons from from each and every one of them. That's why I think with when it comes to, like, youth sports and stuff, the professionalization by streamlining a kid in, into one sport, not only is it physically irresponsible for development, mentally it is too. No, 100%. And did we come to an agreement? Competitive eating is a sport? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. I'm sorry, no, Lindsay. No, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I have to think about this more along with all the other sports and other things. But we also have to make some space for um, some real-life topics. We'll get into the Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978 and why we're so nervous about it next segment. Love for the bet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh my God, Rami. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. A lot of discussion we have here on the Playmakers. Some of it deals with feelings. Uh, we had a little bit of a semi-therapy session to kick off this hour, un- unintended, but I appreciate very it solid, though. very solid. But we can't compartmentalize everything, right? There, there's so many intersectionalities that just are our everyday lives. And Adrian, you and I, we, we came up with a bit called Two Americas that we do on Tuesdays um, to kind of help bridge that gap between us and and potentially our listeners into some of the harder topics that are going on in our world. And we're going to kind of expand that. It's not necessarily Two Americas, but we're going to be making space for some topics that sometimes people just don't know about or, or maybe haven't ever heard of. Because I would be 
remiss to say that I knew all about the Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978 within the last couple weeks. Like, I, I honestly didn't know about it. And I'm in the same boat, so thank you for bringing attention to this because yeah. there's so many things in this world that, whether it's sports or in real life, mm-hmm. as we like to as we like to say, that sometimes things just get thrown under the rug because we don't know. Right. And as we know, the Supreme Court is uh, going over a lot of uh, previous cases, and this is one of them. This is uh, the Breckeen versus Holland case that is going to be heard later on. And like like we said, they're hearing some particular cases for particular reasons. They choose what they get to uh, rule on and what have you. But just to give a little brief overview, I'm taking this from a Huffington Post article that I found a couple of days ago that when it was passed in 1978, the ICWA, the uh, Indian Child Welfare Act, was a landmark legislation setting unprecedented protections to address or to address the assimilationist policies that led to state child welfare and private adoption agencies systematically removing almost a third of all American Indian and Alaskan Native children from their homes. Yes, almost a third. You read that or heard that correctly. 85% of those children were placed in non-Indian homes. ICWA's constitutionality is now being challenged in a lawsuit brought by Texas, Indiana, and Louisiana and various individual plaintiffs. And it's the first time a state has sued the federal government over the ICWA's constitutionality. Essentially, what this act enabled was these communities to keep their children within their communities. Yeah. Because we know that things can happen. We, we know that, fam- that sometimes families get split up. But this was essentially putting in a stopgap saying if there's nobody else within the tribe or within our community here, then we can go to outside sourcing. But now they're revisiting this. And you're like, why? Why would we do this? Why would we even look at this? Well, we know that our government, our country, they were here first, right? Yep. And we know about not just the atrocities of of the early parts of our country here, but we're talking about even these boarding schools that has been a huge topic of discussion over the course of the last year here in Canada and everything else where they would put these kids in boarding schools and they were finding bodies in under in the foundation. And and that's just the killing, the the wiping out in that sense. There's also like we were like that word assimilation. Yeah. And assimilation is kind of our bread and butter here in the USA. I mean, even the people who uh, have immigrated here from Europe, from other places in the world, y'all realize that we're all just here for the money and the consumerism now, right? Like, that's our culture because we don't really have, I don't, like, my grandmother is very proud of being Swedish. Like, we are very, we are very Swedish. Her, her kitchen's all blue and yellow. But not everybody knows where they come from. Right, not everybody has that privilege to know that. Yeah. Because it's been taken from them. And in the case of of indigenous populations and their communities, we've stamped it out. And we've systematically. given systematically. And and it's not just in terms of taking the land or or slaughtering people or killing the killing the buffalo and all that other stuff. Also from this article. Tribes have jurisdiction over about 2% of the land in the United States. But that land holds minerals, coal, timber, natural gas, and oil worth some $1.5 trillion. 
and the land over which tribes have jurisdiction lie about a third of all fossil fuel resources in this country. You think we need those? You think our country's built on fossil fuel resources? Mm, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, a direct attack on Indian gaming and resources might be too obvious, but setting a precedent in the field of child welfare could have a domino effect on every area of Indian law, including gaming and natural resources. And the only reason why I, you know, heard about this and, and cause honestly, I think you, you take away some rights from us, some other people to make sure that they're too stirred up to notice about this was on TikTok, and, and thankfully my algorithm was spitting out, you know, people from indigenous communities talking about this and talking about how concerning it was and how serious they were about the dire consequences there would be if this is overturned. ICWA rests upon the legal authority of tribes to determine who is a citizen or a descendant and who isn't. They determine that instead of the federal government, right? Seems pretty obvious, right? It seems like that makes the most sense. Yeah, it takes into account the historical harm done to tribes and tribal communities as a function of racist child welfare policies. All this is tied together, people. The foster care system what it does to the to the kids and the people that go through that, that make it out the lucky ones. And that's even probably offensive for me to say to them because just I've heard some stories. And those are just the stories that are told, right? Um, there used to be this legislation back in the day called the one drop rule. By, by taking away the distinction or at least the, the, the right for these communities to distinguish who it is and who is, part, who is not part of their community. This is, this is like taking our own racist stuff and then turning it again to make it work for the giant us, for the giant government, right? Because it's the polar opposite of the one drop rule, a somewhat obsolete social and legal principle of racial classification prominent in 20th century America asserted that if a person had any trace of black ancestry in their family tree, one drop of black blood in their veins, they could be considered black. And in this case, a similar rule is being used in the opposite way for the same ends to diminish the power of a community of color while reinforcing white supremacist goals. So basically, they're saying that the one drop doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna bend the rules for however, whatever they deem fit to get what they want, which... To get the money. Which is the $1.5 trillion plus. that is... Yeah, plus, that isn't just that 2% of land that they own in their land. Because children are our future, right? And, oh, and, that's, and that's how you pass down traditions. Which children? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, we outlawed tribal ceremonies and dances and stuff like that for the sole purpose of assimilating them into this culture and for wiping theirs out so they didn't have that connection so they would move so they would be stamped out and again there's a go ahead there's a big part of me that just thinks a lot of these things that are going on are going on as a deflection to not have you pay attention to the other things and then now there's so many things how can we pay attention to mm -hmm. it all? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of similar to there was a lot of people speculating as free agency kicked off in the NBA that the NFL might drop the Deshaun Watson news mm -hmm. because you do it in the middle yeah. of everything. And they so, always do it Friday afternoon at five. Exactly. The Friday news dump. As everyone's going to. Yep. We can talk about it for a minute. Holiday weekend. <laughs> Why not? Right. And then Tuesday, everything just 
kind of quells down. And so, again, this is a little bit of an of a off-branch of our two Americas and making space for this summer because this stuff can get lost in the fold because there is a lot going on and a lot of people are under attack or in serious danger for their rights being further stripped away. And I just like, I, I don't know. I appreciate you doing this because there's, how can I not do this? I mean, you say that, but trust me, there's plenty of people that, that would rather you not, or would rather not talk about it because well, it doesn't affect me or my family. I may know one uh, Native American, one Indian, this and the third. Lindsay, I'm from Cleveland. I still have idiots saying I'm not going to Guardians games because they're named the Guardians. Yeah. Like, it's that big of a deal for you. Yeah. Allegedly, they had 35,000 people over the weekend, but there's a large portion of very loud people on Twitter saying, right. I'm never going to a Guardians game. Makes us wonder why we have such a problem respecting people of, of this heritage. Because we've cartoonized them. We've made a, made them part of our profit line. And and it's still not scrubbed. Like, I wrote, I'm not trying to be, like, holier than thou or whatever, like a warrior, but I, I wrote a paper about about um, Native American mascots in college. And that was when, like, the North Dakota, they got rid of the fighting Sioux. Mm-hmm. And people were irate. It's one of the best jerseys in sports. And they say the same thing about the Chicago Blackhawks jersey. You're like, yeah, but you're saying that, you, the pre, you would rather have this really good-looking product rather than respect these people and their wishes. And sometimes the communities are okay with it, but ultimately, are they? I don't know. I wouldn't be super pleased with a depiction like that. But make it space for people that don't always get it. That is our goal here because sports, they're always going to be there. But some of us might not always be. Whole another hour on the way. Love for the bet. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.